were trying to throw the ball I'm first and goal, second and goal Panicking at third Fourth, I'm wishing for a month Welcome to the 510 Huddle. We got special guest, Last Chance You, very own, Dior Scott. How you doing today, bro? Doing good, doing good. How about you? Doing great. I got to say, I love I love the t-shirt, bro. I want the best shows ever. <laughs> yeah, Rugrats, man. You fumbled the man's name. It's Dior's, eh? Dior, I, Dior. <laughs> I was going to say nothing. <laughs> hey, no, no, no. Say something. You butchered said, my man's name. I'm reading it. I'm reading it. I messed it up. I apologize. Dior, no. Scott, let, let's say that. Redo that. Uh, <laughs> no my problem. apologies. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, well, I'm happy to have you on the, on the show, bro. So, first question, I have to kick this off. Um, we know last chance you dropped. How has everything changed um, since that episode, uh, that season has came out? Uh, a whole lot changes, man. A whole bunch of support from everywhere around. Everybody talking to me about their stories. Everybody's showing me support for my story. Um, even come down to like me and my mom relationship. Me and my mom, we, we were close. We got close before the, um, the show. Uh, it was just a different look outside. Just looking at myself, just looking at myself like, whoa, like that's how I portrayed myself. I was pretty happy how I portrayed myself. I was pretty. I didn't. I didn't know my situation was really that deep to people. I just thought it's just everyday life, so it was really different from looking at it from a TV's point of view than really li- like really living it personally. So, but it's been great. I really can't complain, man. That, that's great to hear. And, and have you have you watched the whole thing already? Oh, when it first dropped, I watched it. Uh, <laughs> Are you beans watched it the first night, huh? <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, that, that's good. that's good to hear. I know uh, just personally watching it. Um, I know, I know, uh, I don't, you know, I've never personally, you know, met you and I, I didn't know your background. So for me, it was, I think it was one of my favorite, you know, so-and-so characters to follow out. I've watched all the last chance you, cause it's like, oh yeah, this is, that, that man is really grinding. This, that's different. And, no, man. Yeah, definitely. D I, I, I want to tip my hat to you too, man, because, uh, some of the shit you went through, some of the, uh, the, you went through that real Juco grind. You feel me? I, I went to Laney as well. And um, you made it through, man. You know, and it, it's not—it's not easy. It's not—it's not for everybody. And it's not easy, man. You know, everybody swear they can play. Everybody swear they athlete on Twitter and Instagram. But you feel me? That's why it's only limited amount of scholarships. That's why it's only a lim- limited amount of uh, roster spots. Because you feel me? Everybody can't play this sport, man. You feel me? And uh, and uh, the off-field shit that you was going through, and still to be able to perform like you did, man. Um, it was, it's incredible. It's incredible and it's inspiring, inspiring to watch right, right now on Last Chance Shoot, bro. I gotta tell you. Thank you, man. Like, real talk, I was trying to just put off for the town, just really put off for Laney. I know this, this was way different. I say this all the time. This is way deeper than me, way deeper than just me personally. It's for, you know, the, the whole legacy for Laney. That's what I was trying to really do. And yeah, I, man. Go ahead, Zach. Go ahead. I think you definitely did that. And I think a lot of any kid that watched that, uh, I think they know what a real excuse is, right? That I think excuses are out the door and whoever's trying to make it, um, you know, I don't got money. I don't got this. I mean, there's no excuses. Uh, I think that's what you showed uh, kids and, and anybody in the Juco. Uh, I think that was big. So D, or, or, D correct me, man. Did, did I hear on uh, last chance you, you said you didn't win no high school games. No. <laughs> 
Because I know you with the Deer Valley. Yo, you know, yeah. I played you on the playoffs. They were solid. Y'all didn't win no playoffs? Y'all didn't win no games? Man. Alright, so once Simba and Zuzi left, that's when everything went downhill. So, like, my yeah. junior season, we, my junior season, we went 1-9. and nine, And then, by my soft, my senior season, I played five games. We won, one, we won two games before I left, but I played... I played one game at quarterback, and I left. I left after um after we, before we won the second game, so it was just bad. Yeah. So almost two games in high school, man. Two. I tell I tell people all the time, man. Simba by far best high school athlete I ever played against. That boy was a dog. His brother was uh, raw too. Simba different for real, man. Simba really different. different. I real talk. That's why that's why I played quarterback because of Simba. Just yeah. if he sees it, it's like. He's really my hometown hero, man. Right, like, he put he put my damn team on World Star. Trust me, I know. <laughs> I know, I know. Trust me, I know. <laughs> That's crazy. I'm, you know, I'm a little older than you guys. I, I've been watching them since they actually played for Deer Valley, and I played for San Leandro Crusaders. So they've been doing that. I mean, forever. But yeah, I know from basketball when we was younger. I didn't know they played football till I got to high school. But I, yeah, I know what you're saying, Zach. Yeah. But yeah. Um, no. Well, I was gonna ask you why you why you there, uh, Dior, your junior year. Did you get to play against Najee, or was he already gone? Uh, yes, I played against Najee my junior year. Okay, okay, okay. He yeah, ran through. Yeah. He, <laughs> he ran, he ran see, through the whole league. Him, that was different too. That yeah. was different. Seeing him play, like first the first half we stopped him. We thought, okay, we're gonna win. And the second half, he just carried the whole. He carried everybody on his back, man. Went to work. That was that was crazy. Okay, okay. That's good. That's good to hear. But yeah, I know. You, like you said, you binge watched that as soon as the show dropped. While you're watching it, did you uh, did you feel like the uh, uh, portrays uh, your time at Laney correctly, or just portrayed your life accurately? I think they portrayed my life very accurately. Uh, nothing was scripted. Everything was real, authentic. Uh, I just love the way how they portrayed me. And it's really myself because I created myself like that. I wasn't, I, I didn't act a certain way. I wasn't trying to be a show off. That was just how I am every day. Yo, no, it definitely felt authentic. You know, I just know sometimes people watch, uh, you know, different, different, you know, Netflix still has to tell a story, right? And, you know, I just want to make sure you, you feel like, hey, that's, that's Dior through and through. Yeah. So that's good to hear. So let, let, let's jump to your uh, your playing time while you were at Laney. Before we get to the last chance you season, you were on the team before the year before that won the championship as well, Dior? Yeah, yeah, 2018. Okay, okay. So what do you feel was missing for or that held you guys back? Because clearly you know what it took to or takes to win the big game, get all the way there, and then, you know, you guys had a sort of down year uh, the following season, last season. Yeah. So what do you think held you guys back last season, last year at uh, Laney? Uh, I think last year we were just a freshman-heavy team, so everybody was young and mature. We only had 22 returning players. The 2018 team, sophomore-heavy, they went playoffs, fell short, so they had the mindset: we need to go to, we need to go get get a ring. I think with this year, we was just we were just too caught up in the moment, and now with the last chance, you camera just we're defending national champions. Fetcher's coming in like, yeah, I'm that dude without not putting the work. So I hmm. think we're just too immature. So I think I think that's what happened with our season. I, later on in the season, that's when we finally started picking up and we started becoming a team. But I think if we had that in the beginning, way different outcome. Hmm, okay. That's that's a great answer. And I think uh, we had we had Beam on uh five one huddle during the season. And that was the first thing you talked about was 
you know, having a returning team is, is huge. And we have a freshman team. Sometimes you don't hit your groove until the middle of the season. That makes a lot of sense. So, I, as you know, um, you know, you guys dealt with a lot of uh, QB injuries. Um, How did you feel uh, when they came to you playing the, uh, to you that you had to play QB? Was Did you ever think about, like, you know what, it's going to hurt my, you know, my scholarships or my school options? Or, you know, what was your mindset around that? So, it was – and my mindset was just – at first, I was scared because, like, oh, I'm playing QB. Yeah, I was scared because of my recruitment. I was scared because I don't know if I was going to win games and how I did back in high school. So I was, all that was in my head. And it was just, man, let me do this for the team. Look on how to be a team player. Show these guys that I can do this. Like, put me anywhere, I'm going to excel. And that's what I did. So it was, it was great at first. And then I think once the second, third game hit, that's when in my head, like, if I keep playing quarterback, is this going to affect my chances? Like, what's going to happen? Like, Idaho. They were interested in me, and once they found out how to play receiver, they cut me off and went to a um, kid in CSM. So that really affected me, and mm. it caused stress on me because I didn't know what was happening. I don't know what was going to happen the next year. So it was pretty fun playing quarterback, but I know what I do for my team. But also, I feel like if I would have showed out, coaches would know I could be versatile. Yeah, no, I think uh... – I mean, that's that's a great mindset to have. I, uh, weird enough, I, I went to Sierra College, Juco. Uh, we, back-to-back years, we dealt with so many QBs. I played with nine QBs in two years. Uh, receiver had to play – I played receiver at QB for uh, seven career games in my two years in Juco. So, uh, you know, to see what y'all went through, I, I understand. And the receivers that had to play QB, uh, they were hurt, you know, through the recruiting process. So, when I saw you be a team player and step up and do that, I was like, yeah, that's, that's, that's a real – real team player. And, you know, I, I wish colleges would look at it more at that. Like, he's a versatile player. I could put my quarterback if someone goes down, receiver. So, uh, that was really impressive. Man, and he balled. He feel me, balled. Let his team to a win. You yeah. feel me? Yeah. Hey, I, I was cracking up um, when Ben was telling you don't get hurt when you when you dove in for the touchdown. <laughs> like, Come on, man. You would have oh, broke Ben day if you would have got hurt on that. Y'all would have been down to nothing. No, that 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 at all spot on. You, you heard. I feel like everyone heard his voice when he said that. Yeah, yeah and especially like being on the culture side now. Is that like I didn't had that. I I'm being in those positions like where you just don't want your best guy to get hurt or like you need your guy to be like you feel me. Like we, we got one man down. You you feel me. You it. That's all we got. Like you cannot right. get hurt. Exactly. And the QB is the one position where it's it's really hard to overcome. You know, you can overcome pretty much anything else. And just sticking on this QB receiver. Um, when you were uh, after high school, what made you choose uh, Laney as, as a JUCO? And, and the reason I ask that is, you know, Laney's been historically a, a you know a defensive, uh, you know, running back school. But what made you pick um, them to play receiver? So I know back in high school, I knew I was like my quarterback day is going to be done. So let me just start working in at new positions in high school so I can be ready for the next level. And really, I chose Laney because Coach Rod. Coach Rob has been with me since day one. Since I've been on the, on the bus to Arkansas, he called me every day. Like, every Sunday, he called me when I was in Arkansas. He was like, how you doing? What's going on? So that transition back to Oakland and meeting up with Coach Rob, just felt easier. Like, because I knew him and we are connected. So it made me going back to Laney easier than what I expected. 
Okay. Mandy, or my bad, the uh, Mandy or to see Rob right now, or to see Rob and how he how how far he's blossomed. Because I was with Rob, uh, probably uh, second, third year. He was real. He Rob, we know we both know Rob's real young in in his coaching uh, profession. But if you've been around Rob, what you have, man, Rob is so damn smart, man. Especially when it comes to the X's and O's, like. Cause Rob knows his shit, man. I I, yeah. I definitely felt the same way. I was on the defensive side of the ball and felt the love from Coach Rob while I was there. You right. feel me? So I definitely understand what you were saying on that point and where you were coming from. Another question I want to ask you about Lenny Campus itself. I remember asking Beam when we had Beam on the show a while back. I chose Lenny. One of the reasons why I chose Lenny is because it was one of the only – I went to multiple junior colleges – junior colleges to figure out where I wanted to go. Laney was the only school that really like had an academic game plan. They like kind of put a like put one in my face like, oh, we can get you out in three semesters. You do this, this and that. And I just felt the support yeah. from the counselors, the coaches. Um and I remember asking Beam like, do you feel like that part will be showcased or do you feel like that part will be betray- portrayed on last chance you? So now I'm asking you, do you feel like like was that real what is that real? Did you feel the support on campus? from uh, the coaches all the way to the counselors and whatnot, Laney, period. Like, did you feel yeah. it? Yeah. Um, Doug really did an amazing job. He's helping me get out. Uh, he gave me all the classes, all the set of crimes that I need to do, and it was really up to us if you want to get it done or not. If you didn't get it done, you, talk, you want to blame Doug, saying that's his fault. But if you got it done, he knew what he was doing. So he was going to help you all the way to, for you to get, to get an AA or for you to transfer early. Um, that's what they are transfer early. Um, Mr. Kai, another huge help that is helping me with all my books. Helping me just emotionally, and Coach Beam, just being Coach Beam, instead of just being just strictly a football coach, he try to help you all around. He don't he don't care about all oh, you going to feel. He cares about are you in the classroom too. And that's what I love about Coach Beam. He was more he's more about life perspective more than just football perspective. And that's why um, the teachers teachers were amazing. They knew my story. They knew what was going on. So they helped me out a lot. They helped out a lot of students. I wish, Did you have- I wish my teachers. Yeah. Go ahead, D. Yeah, I, Go was ahead. My teacher, uh, I, I was my teacher's. Um, I was my teacher's person. Got a little bit more showtime because they did help me out a lot. Um, battling with stress and stuff like that. Um, my teacher, Professor Schwartz, he helped me with stress a lot. Uh, he gave me some exercise to be more calm, be more collective, and that's what I love. Did you Did you have Doctor Cherry? Yes, yes, that's I had Doctor Cherry. Come on, did she Did she Did she, did she make y'all watch the um, Damn? What's that movie called with Denzel? The Great Debaters. Yes, yes, that, yeah. Come on, man. Hey, Dr. Cherry, she a real one. She's a real one. She's a real one. Blessed and highly favored. That's that's what mm-hmm. she told us. Blessed, blessed and highly favored. Every day. Every day. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. No, that's that's good to hear it. And with uh now that you're at Hawaii, um, we know that you know, historically a lot of a lot of players from Laney, especially of recent, have gone to Hawaii. Do you feel uh Hawaii has become like a Laney factory and just the trust they have with the players coming out of there? I feel like Hawaii has became a landing factory just because of what being produced in Hawaii, just like Jared and Jerome Bass, some other players, when they came in Hawaii and really flourished, they didn't fall back or anything like that. So I feel like coming to Hawaii is is an easy process because Bean knows what he's doing. And being if you feel if being feel like you can make it in Hawaii, then he's gonna take it to Hawaii and that's that's what he did. So I do feel like Hawaii is a landing factory. And that's that's really cool that uh, I, I think that Coach Beam has that relationship where if, you know, regardless how your, the season goes, you know, yours, we got to play QB or you got to play, uh, you know, whatever, whatever happens. 
if he knows you're a baller, right, and he can make that call and, and send guys to, you know, Division One program. So I think that's really cool. Every time, yeah, because being here definitely gets you out. You do your time for him. Um, uh, Dior, I wanted to ask you this. Your catch versus Modesto, you think that was your best catch ever? One of your best catches ever? I think that was one of my best catches ever at this. I wasn't even, pay- I wasn't even trying to do that. I was just trying to get the ball. And me catching the ball, I was so hyped. And I thought I, I thought my foot was out of bounds. So when I looked at the referee, he put his hands up. I said, oh, man, that, that was crazy. I didn't. So when I first looked at it, I was like, yo, that was a dope catch. So I think that's one of my best catches of all time right now. There's going to be more catches, but right now that's the best catch of all time for me. Oh, uh, yeah, I, I got about uh, – I remember watching that live, but watching it again, I had to get up out of my seat. Like, you know, I play receiver, so <laughs> – I was right there. Zay, I was right there. I was on the – I was at that game. I think I was, like, right there on that end of the sideline, side too. Like, I think I'm near – I thought he was out of bounds as well. And then when they call, like, oh, shit, okay. I'm like, that was bad. I'm like, that was sweet. Hey, but you know, Juco, regardless of what they call, that was going on the tape. <laughs> oh, 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 facts, facts. Sure. Got to go on the tape. Got to go on the tape. First play. <laughs> oh, yeah, first play. Look, but I got I to gotta leave you with this last question. Um, and it's been, a, like I told you, I think it's been a topic of conversations in my friend groups, people who work at work. Who's a better wide receiver? You or RJ? <laughs> and remember, um, we're going to ask RJ this because we got yeah, RJ coming on this show too. Yeah, so you're going to get asked the same question this week. So, between me and RJ, I feel like we have our ups and downs. RJ is better route runner than me. He's more technically sound route runner than me. I feel like I do execute more, but that's the battle. I don't know because RJ, RJ's a dog. RJ's a dog, so... If we won't get technical, route running, I'm gonna give it to RJ. RJ have hands too. He has the hands. But if we talk about execution, I will have to give that to me. So okay. I don't know, man. That's that, that's a hard question. Okay. I, I think you answered it the most humble way possible. <laughs> but I'm gonna take that as I, I'm just the playmaker at the end of the day. That's what I'm hearing. <laughs> that's what I like hearing. it. Before we let you go, uh, D, I want to ask you two two in one question real quick. It's two questions in one, basically. Who do you like to model your game after? And then give me your top five NFL receivers right now to you. Uh, what was that? What was the first, what was the first part again? Who, the, uh, who do you like to model your game after? Oh, okay. Uh, right now, just um, make sure it's Tyreek Hill. DeAnthony Thomas back in Oregon. I'm trying to mm. model my game after him. He was a beast. Um, Black Mamba. Yeah, I think those two right now and the top receivers in the game this Michael Thomas, Tyreek Tyre Hill, DeAndre Hopkins, Julian Edelman. Um, mm-hmm. What else? I'm, I'm missing one. I'm missing one. It's taking my time. It's taking my time. Um, Marquise Brown. I mm, feel like I try to model. I feel like I try to model my game after those guys because defense fear them. And that's what I'm trying to be. I'm trying to be feared by any defense who steps upon me. I, I love that mindset. I love that mindset. He said feared. I, I'll be honest, uh, receiver, your game, just from watching, uh, you remind me of uh, uh, McCall Harmon on the Chiefs. Uh, I don't know if you checked him out. He went to Georgia. Y'all, y'all game is very, very identical. Um, 
Just I see that. Personal. I can see that, Zach. I can yeah. see that little me calling him. Yeah. I, I don't want to. I want to apologize, Dior, for for butchering your name in the beginning. Bro. <laughs> you good? No, it's a a long long day, man. Long day. But <laughs> I feel it. I feel it. I want to give you the utmost respect, and and I appreciate you coming on, and uh, and I really love your your journey, and, and I think what you've done, and and what America has to see is, is very humbling and uh, motivating. So excited to see your journey. It's not over yet. Yeah, man. Hey, you yeah. just getting started. Remember, it's a marathon, brother. Keep racing, man. You, you, you feel me? You, accom- you accomplished so much, but keep pushing, man. Keep grinding. Uh, you, you got our support. And uh, thank you again for coming on the show, man. We really, really appreciate it, brother. Yeah, I appreciate you for having me, man. Oh, yeah. Thank you, bro. And enjoy enjoy the rest of your day. And uh, and, and I love that shirt again, bro. <laughs> the rug rat. <laughs> thank you, man. Thank you. Uh, Still went for it.